Francesco Colonna is a postdoc at the Department of Thematic Studies, and in this episode, he shares his story about how he came to LIU, what hardships he came across, and how he deals with the Swedish winter. This is Work at LIU. My name is Priya. Hi, Francesco. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you. Thank- Glad to join you. How are you? I'm fine. I hope you're doing well too. Um, Very well. So, in this episode, like we we're recording a bit of a series of episodes right now, where we talk to different members of staff, international members of staff, to hear about their journey to Lean Shopping University, and maybe if they have some tips to people coming in. And that's why I invited you to this uh, podcast. Um, So, could you please? start with just telling me a bit about your background yeah sure so well um, I'm a social scientist um, I I'm originally from Italy I started my journey into university uh, with a bachelor in sociology in Rome then I moved to Amsterdam where I did my research master in social sciences and after a year I am uh, I started my PhD at the same university in Amsterdam uh, and my background is is very interdisciplinary. You know, I started with sociology, then I moved into political science, then I did my PhD was in effectively urban studies and geography. But generally, my um, I'm inspired by anthropological theories and methods to understand how technologies and science affect the way that our non-public life is governed in our time and age um, with specific um, interest in issues like um, security or environmental protections or decarbonization sustainability Uh, and i'm currently doing my postdoc research at linchoping university in the department of temati yeah. And how did you end up at Linköping University? I, it's a bit, it's not such a linear story. So uh, the first time I uh, came to Linköping University uh, was as uh, a visiting PhD. And that was um, um, because um, I, there was a department that also, incidentally, my partner was working at um, who was very, I was very interested to to visit. So I've been here for about two and a, almost two and a half years now, uh, being mm-hmm. a postdoc, but had been here before as a visiting uh, as a visiting scholar uh, when also my partner was working in the same department. Okay, so you did have some experience from Sweden before you came here. Uh, yes, I did have some experience. I knew the place, I knew Sweden, I knew Linköping, and I knew Linköping University. Um, when I uh, when I when I started my postdoc position, yes. Do you think that helped you in um, in like transitioning to the university uh, when you were more permanent here? That you'd been here before and kind of knew Linköping in Sweden a bit. I guess it did, yes. Uh, it, it was organic, uh, almost, right? So I was already um, in the department as a visiting scholar, and a position came up, which was very interesting for me, um, that allowed me to keep exploring my interest in non-technology and politics, 
but from a different uh, empirical angle by moving from security to uh, environmental policies and projects. Uh, so that not knowing already how the departments work, um, partially at least, that, that really helped, yes, uh, for yeah. a smoother transition, yes. Uh, but now you're like you're living here now and you've been here for two and a half years. Did you um, did you come across any hardships or struggles when you moved here? Um, well, I mean, I think um, um, one of the main struggles might have been the fact that I've been living uh, until moving to Linköping. I've always been living in, um, in large capital cities like Amsterdam, Rome or Nairobi. So coming from a smaller to a smaller town that came with some of the, uh, some hardship, I guess, like some ways of re-adjusting uh, my my life, and I think that was probably um, no, the theme of readjusting was probably trying to find a social life and uh, and linchipping. And no, I mean the Swedes are very very friendly. Um, but also they're very private, um, no, they're very private and reserved. So um, it, it's one of the hardships was that when now I started realizing, oh, I haven't been invited for dinner into okay. a yeah. home for no, two and a half years really, since I moved in. So that, um, um, no, or for instance, now going for after, after work drinks with colleagues, for me, coming from from an environment where that was like you know, a Friday afternoon uh, staple almost, um, going for an after work yeah. drink, only four people show up and after 45 minutes, everybody has to run uh, uh, run away. Uh, it, 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 allow, it, it didn't allow me for an immediate kind of social life. And that's the social part of it. And I think, uh, I mean, it kind of reflects also as a university, I think, as a, uh, academically, you know, the fact that we are not, our university is not, uh, no, it's not in Stockholm, it's not in Paris, it's not in um, London. We are not at the center of where people come, come and go through, right? So yeah. in order to tap into some uh, larger debates that are going on in everyone's discipline, you have to make the effort. They don't come to you. So, um, and I mean, these are also like visible maybe in the fact that many things are not in English sometimes. So now you have to the extra, you have to put that extra effort yeah. to understand that thing. So, but things are changing. And not, uh, for instance, in our department, the, the head of division, the head of unit, uh, are, and the PhD representative done such a great job to, you know, towards a shift to more English-oriented uh, department. So, I'm so uh, happy to hear that. Yeah, but I mean, there are also pros, right? I mean, the, I think I, I really benefit from, in my position, from a, a, a major academic freedom in doing what I wanted to do, which is not very common in, uh, in academia these days, especially at the junior, posi junior positions in our discipline. So, yeah. Uh, you've talked a bit about like 
I, I'm guessing the struggles you come across are also the things you are not used to. But are there other like differences between Sweden and other countries that you lived in that you kind of found um, interesting or that you thought maybe you thought something about Sweden and that has been completely wrong? Um, dark winters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's that's uh, that that was very striking because I I moved in the late fall the first time so yeah that I um I, I kind of knew it was going to be cold you know and I was actually really looking forward to the proper cold winter but I think yeah uh, the main difference that I know is like oh this is really dark but I mean that's a, that's a cliche right that's a, a, no but the I, the thing is like the dark. I think people know, people know, well, Sweden, winter, cold, and it's going to be dark. But I don't think people realize that it's dark for like six months. Right. And I mean, I don't, I don't think that the, the thing that's, that was most striking for me was the dark in itself. Oh, it, it's dark at 3 p.m., right? Yeah. Is that also when it's midday, it's never really light in winter. You know, the, the sun is always exactly. kind of peeping out from the roof of a very low building somewhere. Yeah. And uh, that, I mean, that, that's also very fascinating to experience, I think. Um, yeah, I mean, other differences, I don't know. I, um, I, I as, as I said, I, I've been traveling a lot since uh, my bachelor, so I, I kind of, went into that mode where everything is different from everywhere. So yeah. I, I can't really pinpoint. But one thing I really love uh, in Sweden, and which is also I experienced very similarly in, uh, in uh, when I was living in Nairobi, is now the access to nature. Like it's such a, such a great thing. And the ability of Sundin to have a campus in the middle of, literally in the middle of a park. Out, yeah. Uh, it's, it, it's, a, it's a privilege. Yeah. No, and the, the, it's so uh, it's so funny that you mentioned that because almost everyone that I talk to say that that's the like one of the best things about Sweden is oh nature. You get yeah. to be like in nature, and I think especially if you come from um, a city like a big capital or something, uh, or Italy or wherever you've been, like. And then coming to Campus Valla, and it's in the middle of a park, basically. Go to North Shopping, and it's surrounded by water. Um, and nature is just around the corner, literally. Um, yes. Yeah. Sweet. So now you, you can go take a 15-minute take a, no, a lunch break and take a walk and enjoy that, no, those 10 minutes of sun that you can actually get in December. <laughs> And yeah, and go and go through no, beautiful forests and hills, and that's that's yeah. I said it's a privilege. I think that's something that uh, I would be missing. Yeah. yeah. Can I just ask you, like, with the darkness and everything, realizing that it's never uh, that there's almost not any light. How did you deal with that once you realized, okay, this is how it's going to be? Well, the first, I think, the first year it was just. Curiosity, I guess. Mm -hmm. I was, I was almost enchanted by you now getting you know, this um, very getting dark in winter and having like, it was almost cozy. And then you see all the lights, you now all the same lights behind every window that all always have the same uh, pattern, and yeah. it kind of um, it gives you that sort of coziness. Um, and I think that the first year I was just kind of 
looking around myself and exploring that kind of uh, not being affected too much as in like oh i need sunlight i think that no that the real, that realization came the second year like you no know, in september october when they started yeah. to get short, like, oh that time is coming i'm not sure i'm ready for it and then talking with colleagues like oh are you using vitamin d uh supplements like maybe i should yeah so i mean that no that's the the, the jokes that go around in the department but also um it's i i think well the, the, also the privilege of not being sweet 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 that now my family for instance lives in um in southern italy uh and that allowed us to go for a couple of uh no more than a couple like four or five weeks over between december and january and no soak up a little bit of sunlight <laughs> yeah, recharge <laughs> recharge the recharge the sunlight batteries and then go back to the office yeah and, and i think sometimes you see like uh on social media and and there are like pictures like how do you know uh that summer is coming in sweden and people are out with shorts and everything in april may but i also think that's because we miss the sun when it's not here as you said there's no some days the sun it doesn't even come out because it's cloudy it it just it's like the sun comes out has a look and says nah not doing it today yeah um so when the sun is out you're like oh just you know g- give me sunshine now i, I need to get it vitamin d injection yeah. like that yeah. is a vitamin d injection yeah. um i have one last question for you Yes. And that is uh if a new international member of staff uh is joining Linköping University anytime soon or is was or someone who's just come to join us what is the best advice you can give them? Mm, I I I, th- I think that my main advice is professionally would be not to no be shy so to speak about asking questions about things are supposed to work just go and bother people don't be the bothering ones how does this work um because it my experience was that you know, um in trying to internationalizing um uh, a university that, you know, that is um not a small one but com- relatively far away from as we said before big centers of movement or international movement things tend to you know become you know, I, I, I do, I do say, put it like, um, at some point in our life we all uh, we had thought that the way you now that our family I don't know, used to fall south was the obvious way to do it yeah and it's never obvious so and sometimes when we are uh, myself included in my department like we take for granted how things work which are not um so i would advise anybody say if you're not sure it works just go and ask questions just don't worry about being the one that sends like five emails per day on you no know, administrative bureaucratic uh issues that's fine yeah and as i said colleagues are very very friendly and very very helpful when, when it comes to that that's really great advice thank you francesco for wanting to talk to me today thank you priya thanks for the nice chat You have listened to Work at LIU with me, Priya, and this episode's guest, Francesca Colonna. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast so you don't miss future updates.